10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is September 27th, and um, we're going to start with this horrible news here that um, RPL price and ETH price have both gone to zero. Um, yeah, buy everything. <laughs> no, um, Wack has bought here. We're kind of, um, as Sneaky says, got drunk, and because of that, it is was showing that um, the RPL and uh, ETH price in USD was zero. So yeah, that was kind of a, led to some nice jokes in trading about how it's all over, go home. But then other people started getting ideas about how we should be buying the dip. Um, <laughs> and Halulu says, at least our ETH is still worth 8% more than zero. <laughs> and then um, Sneaky says, you know, Vaka, your bot might be drunk. And then uh, Ramana says, can I buy infinite RPL now? And um, yeah, so that was a little glitch on the bot, and um, it looks like um, Val was like, um, you know, he wants to buy $0 ETH. Um, Non-fungible Yoakum says he wants to buy $0 RPL, uh, but he'll even pay a small premium. So he, he's rich, obviously. And I said, yeah, why not both? So um, let's get all that RPL and ETH. Of course, it's not really zero, but yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on to um, this right here. Um, what we have is the bi-weekly update um, that Maverick pushed overnight, uh, or yesterday actually, um, and it says that um, the RE supply has increased by 0.7% to um, 529,643, which is annualized growth of 19%, so it's quite flat recently. Um, the active mini pool count has grown by 0.4%. 0.4%, which is annualized growth of 11%, and that's at 25,232 right now. The node operator count increased by 1.3% to 3,242, which is annualized growth of 34%. With smart node, uh, work is continuing on version 2 of the smart node stack. And then there's info about block native that I'm going to talk to you all about next. With R&D, the team was back from Singapore and uh, work in Houston has returned full speed ahead, including the PDAO Treasury Management and Security Council design. So that's really interesting. Um, and then there's refreshed graphics continue to be added to the new website. And then other ongoing work includes RETH Reward Calculator, API and Snapshot Dual Strategy um, Vote Research. So that's what we're kind of looking at right now. Um, with governance here, we have um, discussions are continuing about voting power, including uh, maximum effective cap and um, where it should start. So there's lots of different discussions that are ongoing there. Um, there was discussions about GMC member stipends, and then um, Dr. Worm joined the IMC. The GMC decided to allocate some funds towards uh, LUSD every month, 20% of, uh, of the money that comes in. Uh, with integrations, there's integrations with R, um, Libra, um, DeFi Saver, uh, Gamma, uh, Notional version 3, um, this Pith Chainlink uh, have a price feed on Optimism for RPL USD, and Zero Liquid announced that they will integrate our ETH. With the media marketing, there was a whole lot going on in Singapore in person. Um, Langas did lots of uh, presentations, including this one in ETH Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur. Um, 
and then Chainflow started a rocket pool node, uh, community call guests from Sega and uh, live uh, Singapore update and bi-weekly update overview from Langers. Uh, Metronome pushed published content about looping RETH to create a leverage staking strategy. However, do your own research first. And then um, Rocket Pool was featured in a positive light as part of ongoing widespread discussion about liquid staking impact on Ethereum security. Um, and then Masari um, uh, had a, a lot of coverage of Rocket Pool as part of their latest Ethereum staking analysis. So, of course, as you. Oh, that links to my tweet. That's nice. Um, as you. Um, you know, read the bi-weekly, of course, that's then covered in the uh, community call, um, which, you know, the Twitter space, which happened yesterday. Um, there was some really nice piece of information that was shared in there. Um, Langers gave some really good info about um, a whole bunch of different topics. Um, a couple of them that were a big interest was the hiring of a new uh, senior developer, and that position has been uh, gone through negotiations and all the legal stuff and now it is with the the contract has been sent to the candidate and uh, hopefully that should be signed very soon and we'll get more information about that soon um, Langers was asked if the person um, who's being hired is someone that we know and he kind of um, dodged the question a little bit so there might be some exciting news there about that but um Otherwise, you know, that was that was a really nice piece of news because we haven't really had an update about that in a while. Um, Nangas was telling us about how the reason why we didn't get an update was because we um, because we um, were uh, struggling with like um, being at Singapore and all that stuff, you know, for the team. So that's kind of where we stood. But um, with with. Uh, the other piece of news that came through was, of course, the website updates are happening really nicely, and um, uh, people are getting a chance to look at that now. Um, so that's really cool. And then um, alongside that, there was another piece, there was another update that I, I really thought was interesting, which was that um, uh, Jasper asked the team where, you know, if they're going to make any kind of statement about the tokenomics changes that might be voted on soon. And um, Nanga said that um, the team will be staying out of that discussion. Um, for now at least but maybe forever I'm not sure I need to go back and listen but um, you know he made it quite clear that um, the team was just going to let the community do its thing um, which I think is really interesting okay next we have this um, post that Maverick put together like you know on the on the website and uh, sorry on, on uh, the protocol updates and the main thing that he was talking about here was that block native MEV boost relay is being switched off um, and that is happening now or today, uh, like very soon, 43 minutes from when I'm recording. And it says here is the advice to all node operators. The block native relay will return a 503 error with no builder bid. Ensure your validators are connected to multiple MEV boost relays. You have local building enabled. Remove the block, enable, block native relay from your validator configurations. And you can read more here. So, of course, you know, the smart node stack will, will help you do all of that. If you are only using block native relay, then make sure that you have others activated um, as soon as possible. I guess kind of late now you should have I guess it should be okay for most people because I think most people have more than one relay turned on but just in case that you don't didn't know that then you should definitely keep that in mind and then here as well we have the update from actual block native 
saying um, after considerable internal debate and consultation with our board of directors effective Wednesday that's today um, block native will suspend our MEV boost relay and associated Ethereum block builders our relay data API will remain available for data downloads until October 4th 2023 so get that information if you need it Okay, next we're moving on to the vote.rocketpool.net website. And um, for those who have been watching Rocket Fuel every day, you know, a few weeks ago we talked about um, there being some contention around RPIT4 and what the intention of that was and when people would or wouldn't be able to vote in um, Rocket Pool uh, related uh, votes on Snapshot. And um, basically the idea was that um, you would be able to vote you would only be able to vote if you had between 10% and 150% collateral on your node. Um, and then there was a there was a period of time when people who had less than 10% were able to vote as well. So there was some confusion about who could and couldn't vote going forwards. So the idea is now that we know there'll be um, there will be a vote where people will say that they um, it should be zero to one hundred fifty percent or ten to one hundred fifty percent. Here you have two vote, uh, test votes for that, showing the different um, uh, voting weights depending on uh, what people's um, what people's uh, uh, collateral rates are. So um, here, this is you know one of them where. Um, yeah, this is one where people have slightly less weight. So, for example, um, this is a, a 10 to 150%. So, I people voted for, against, abstain, um, and um, they're just kind of getting the test out. And Joe says, uh, I reject your reality and substitute my own. Valdov says, there's like a link to Discord. <laughs> uh, Object says, I demand a pull up for this. And I said, of course, yes. And then with the other one, um, it's the there's really interesting stuff here because um, I voted against this one, but it doesn't really make a difference. Of course, it's just this test, and I said that um, um, of course against. Um, Valdov says um, number is bigger, but I have no clue if percentage is bigger. Um, Joe says that's a lot of voting power, and then Object says almost double the voting power. Let's go. So um, this is the one from zero to um, one hundred fifty percent. And as you can see, like, you know, people who have uh, a lot of people delegating to them with um, who are below 10% now, their voting power has increased dramatically. Like, for example, here, this Valdorf's voting power went up to 1,100 from around 750, I think, or 800, something like that. And objects went up to nearly 300. Um, let's just see what they were before. Um, yeah, so um, Valdos before was 791 and Objects was 155. So they've made some big differences for people who've got a lot of votes delegated to them. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see how the community decides on this. Um, we'll be talking about it um, in the weeks to come for sure. Okay, next we have um, some, uh, some information here about tonight's... Um, rewards and the tree generation um here uh, joe says that uh, rolling records are going to be turned off for the rewards interval that's taking place today um and he says that they found a dumb bug related to um some nonsense and they're off by one mini pool and he says whoever owns that congratulations you broke the system um 
And uh, just as if anyone submits super fast, uber fast, you know, they didn't turn them off and they get a lump of coal in their stocking. Um, and then uh, Dukey says, is that Butter's fault again? And Joe says, now nah, Butter and I independently implemented the same bug. Imagine my surprise debugging when I was like, wait, what if Beacon Chain itself is wrong? And lo, lo and behold, and he says, here's the TLDR. Um, and then, um, yeah, so um, there's there's um, some stuff basically that that is kind of messing it up and then you um yeah he says that here there's um well let me let me try to figure this out for you all so he says this this guy and then the beach can chain he says try solo migrating and got scrubbed for taking too long but the mini pool is still on chain and registered that public key and then he tried again and this time it worked so now there are two mini pools with the same public key and that breaks rolling records and by breaks i mean rolling records um say each mini pool gets um 0.0000027 more ETH than they should since they don't count that validator um and um the dissolve one comes first so i ignore that public key so they just need to like fix the small bug and once that's fixed i guess then next next month it should be it should all be okay so yeah um, i'll definitely let you all know how that goes okay talking about rewards now it looks like there was a whale friend of ours right here who was um, eager to make sure they got more rewards uh, going forward um and yesterday they staked 149,000 rpl so that was um <laughs> that was pretty monumental i think um what I like to think is that this person was watching uh, Rocket Fuel yesterday and me talking about the person who, um, you know, staked uh, 400 ETH of RPL uh, and it was like, Psh, that's, that's, that's chump change. Let's, let's really go big. So um, this person um, deposited 2,048 ETH worth of RPL. Um, let's poke around the node a little bit and see what's going on. So one of the things that really jumped out to me right away is that this person's voting delegate is me. So thank you <laughs> that's really nice another thing was really funny is that this person had previously staked 69,420 rpl so um i think this person is definitely in it for the memes but um you know now th there's nearly um uh, 220,000 rpl on this node which is a phenomenal amount of rpl on one node so congrats whale person um and um yeah they've, they're running 261 uh, mini pools I don't see any more mini pools being active so i think the person was just trying to like get back to um maximizing their um their uh, ratio for the for the for the snapshot that's taking place so yeah that's that's a pretty nice little um a story that that came out yesterday and you know it tends to happen right before rewards that people um kind of reconfigure their, their node allocation to try to get above um above the amount that they need to, to, to stake so um talking about that um the snapshot was taken for the ratio that you need uh for go sorry the snapshot for the current rpl eth ratio was taken um going into the next um rewards period um, and this is the number that will be used for um seeing who is under and over collateral so that ratio is 0 0.01362 um and the way that works then is um if you have less than a 223 rpl of collateral for your leb8 or if you have under 149 
uphill collateral for your mini pool 16 then you won't be earning any rewards this period um so this gives you like you know um over 12 hours now to make sure that you can add rpl to um, make sure that you're at the right rewards level so you get you get some rewards tonight um because if you are under collateralized if you're under 10 percent um then you won't be getting any any uh, rpl rewards tonight of course you'll still get your eth rewards so speaking about beacon chain uh sorry yeah beacon chain butter here was um was um, in uh, trading and um, saying that there's uh, some optimizations coming to the beacon chain website one of those is that you just mean you dashboard and it'll have um, a heat map of attestation effectiveness and um, things like that so you know we'll have rewards efficiency underperformers duties heat map deposits withdrawals and hardware monitor as well and then um there's some the butter was giving some more as well you're saying that the new dashboard as well will allow you to have sub dashboards and dashboards for multiple wallets so it'll let you like really put your um like it'll let you get a lot more control over what you're seeing with your staking and um and um there's gonna be some nice updates coming for the beacon chain website so that's cool butter thanks for sharing those yeah so we just covered that okay now some non rocket pool news here we have the ethereum validator queue is now down to under seven days let me just see if i refresh it if it'll show six days oh seven days and five hours so someone just staked a whole bunch of eth um because that went up to seven days and five hours instead of being um seven days what it was just a minute ago but that means that if anyone wants to bond reduce tomorrow would be the absolutely perfect time to do that because you'll have all your ETH rewards um, for the period that's just finishing today, but you'll only be missing a few days of ETH rewards um, while you're going through the queue, which I think the whole process will take 10 or 11 days at most now. Uh, and then, you know, you won't miss any RPL rewards as well. Um, and the the great thing about this is that you know the gas prices are so low that it just makes sense now to bond reduce from uh, mini pool 16s down to leb 8s um there was some um talking in trading yesterday about whether thomas might or might not do that uh, thomas just got his um proteus from joe so i wouldn't be surprised if thomas uh, unstakes half of his eth um, and then moves that over to a new node and then bond reduces all of it into leb8s um, i don't know if that's going to happen for sure i have no insider information that was just some speculation that was going around um trading yesterday okay um we have some news from diva here where toast shared some information about um a diva vault that has opened and basically if you deposit st eth into that um once um diva moves forward onto their mainnet they will convert that st eth into the diva eth and by doing that um they will um they'll give themselves a bit of a boost in terms of uh, tvl in the beginning um here you can see the the pool that they're using they've got 900 eth in there already or 900 st eth in there already um so that is uh, something and people who deposit in there now um will start earning um diva token rewards um at some point so um this person here you know asked toast hey, you know what's the point of earning diva rewards if 
like it's not tradable it's not worth anything and then um Tosh says diva protocol is a staking st network that uses distributed validator tech as its backbone and he says the governance token has yet to be tradable but it will be but in the meantime it's used for governance voting so right now you'll just get power to governance voting however it says it will be uh, tradable and of course you know we all knew that this was going to happen um those of us who are you know vote on diva um know that uh, after 10 weeks of the token launch we can vote on making it tradable um if that vote comes up right now i will vote against making it tradable i don't think it should be tradable until like leading up to the protocol launch and at the moment we have no date for that so that's kind of where we stand with all this different stuff um and I'm going to end today's episode here. So thank you all for watching, listening, and being part of the Rocky Fuel community. And I will see you all tomorrow. Bye.